welcome to Local St. Charles. This podcast is done in conjunction with the Greater St. Charles County Chamber of Commerce and focuses on local businesses, their successes, their stories, and their challenges. The Local St. Charles podcast is produced by Changescape Web. Hello, everybody. I'm your host, Ken Tucker of Changescape Web. Today, I'm joined by Robin Bringle of Cruise Planners, an American Express agency. Welcome, Robin. It's really a pleasure to have you on the uh, podcast today. Well, thank you so much, Ken, for having me. And I'm really grateful to the Greater St. Charles County Chamber of Commerce for making this happen. So I had a chance to meet you. Yeah, absolutely. So tell me a little bit about your agency and how does a travel agency work these days? Well, thanks for asking that, Ken. It's a great question. My past life, I actually worked for a couple of major cruise lines, and I've been a travel agent in the past, so I know both sides of the business, which makes me just a little dangerous. <laughs> but how it works is, first of all, we don't charge a fee for our services. So using us is completely free to the client. We're a full-service travel agency. I know our name is Cruise Planners, and we do focus on cruises, but right now we're focusing more on land with COVID going on. This is our fifth year as a cruise planner agency. We're American Express. Cruise Planners is one of the top franchises in the country for this sort of thing. And basically what happens is somebody calls us or I get an email that says, uh, my most recent one was, hey, my fiance and I are getting married December 31st. We wanna go on a honeymoon. We'd like to stay in an overwater bungalow. Can you help us? So then we go back and forth and dialogue and emails. I ask a lot of questions to make sure that I'm finding the right fit for that particular client. And I also go out and I go after group business. And that's a big part of our business as well. And we try to kind of stay focused on a culinary wine area of the business because I'm a foodie and I like to drink wine. What can I say? In general or just now because of how you've shifted your business in in terms of the wine and foodie? Well, right now... Our business totally tanked last year. I'll be totally honest with you. A lot of cancellations, totally understand. I do have a pair of clients that are going to a place called The Vine in Cancun. It's an all-inclusive resort, and they are all about wine. So there's also several that are very focused on uh, gourmet food. They call it gourmet inclusive. So looking at that, also sending people to places, destinations here in our country that are very focused on food and wine. And we do everything else too. Ski vacations, we want to take a train trip. The other thing is we also belong to an organization that gives the most up-to-date information about COVID. So we know what the requirements are to go to that country, what you have to do, who you have to register with. And it's in most cases, it's not all that difficult. You mentioned working with groups. Tell me what kind of groups would that be? For example, this has been two years ago, we have a meetup group called Wine Not Travel the World. We had our very first meetup at a place called Defiance Ridge Vineyards. It's out in Defiance. And when I was kind of researching them, I saw that the owner of the vineyard liked to do trips. Long story short, I went out, had a meeting with him and his manager, and she said, Chuck, why don't you do a river cruise? So two years later, we took about 36, 38 people on a Burgundy and Provence river cruise on Avalon waterways. It was all about wine, 
Everybody had a great time. The short excursions were about wine. They were included. We had a sommelier on board, even though Chuck himself is one. And of course he went. And that's the kind of thing we're looking to do. I've got several restaurants in my head to approach once the some of this restaurant stuff dies down about doing group travel as well. People like to eat. They like to go with people that they know. And that's part of what we're doing. Okay. How would somebody find out about that or express interest to you that they would be interested in working with you on, on some kind of a group plan? Anybody could certainly give me a call or shoot me an email. And as we continue to grow, this is our beginning of our fifth year with cruise planners. You might find our information in different places. Like when we did the, the wine cruise, Chuck had flyers out there and a big poster board so that people would see and ask about it. And we provide that to our clients at no additional charge. We take care of all the marketing. All they have to do is promote it and go. Hmm, nice. What is your favorite destination or favorite uh, cruise? Oh, gosh. That's always a tough question for me. One of my absolute favorites is to go to Alaska. I also absolutely love Italy. Well, I've been going to Alaska since 1987. <laughs> on, on cruises or land or both? Well, both. Started off with cruise. And then when I went to work for Holland America Line as a business development manager, Holland America has a program that goes through the Yukon. So we did do a cruise, do the land through Denali National Park, mm-hmm. and then go down through the Yukon to finish it up. So I've kind of seen a lot of it almost every year. I love Italy. Italy's a fabulous place to cruise. I love Venice. Matter of fact, my husband, John, asked me to marry him on the Grand, along the Grand Canal before a cruise we took. Oh, wow. And um, I also love the island of Beckley. Most people haven't heard of it. It's a tiny little island in the Grenadines. And I think I must have had a past life there or something. <laughs> I do love to cruise, but, you know, we just came back from an all-inclusive resort. Do you do anything related to national parks or anything like that? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Matter of fact, I had a client say that when they felt safe enough to travel, they wanted to do a national park trip. And what we're focusing on are smaller tour groups and smaller ships. I really don't think cruising is going to be back as soon as the cruise lines think it is. My personal opinion, three of the biggies, Princess, Carnival, and Holland America just can't cancel cruises into May and June. I'm not even sure there's going to be an Alaska season this year. I really think it's going to be much later in the year. There's just so much that has to be done. Personally, I'm done with uh, being on a ship with 2,000 people, 3,000 people. I've been on one, but I would never sail on one of the 5,000 passenger ships. Somebody wants that, we'll sell it to them, but we want to make sure that they understand what they're getting into. We went to a private island uh, cruise that we did earlier last year. The chase lounges on the beach were just side by side by side. The only way you could get into them was to climb up from the bottom. And that's not the kind of vacation I'm looking for. So I try to find out what the client's really interested in. Yeah. And match them to what I think is really going to be their best vacation. I just wonder how many people don't realize they can hire somebody like you and it doesn't cost them a thing. Oh, I don't think a lot of people realize that. I think a lot of people, because of our name, cruise planners, which if you look at the little print, it says, you know, your land and cruise specialist, that we we sell it all. And all-inclusives right now are a great way to travel. Yeah, you just got back from one, right? Yeah, we went to uh, Secrets Los Cabos, which was in San Jose del Cabo, not right at Cabo. I felt safer there than I do here. It was amazing. The property was beautiful. The food was good. The resort, 28% occupancy. 
so there were not crowds of people. We stayed in the preferred club. And let me tell you that chairs, the lounge chairs, they were all six feet or more apart. Staff did not hand you your silverware. You didn't pick it up or anything. But what they did was it was already wrapped in a little cloth napkin and they had tongs they would put it down. They were sanitizing everywhere. I gotta tell you, I was pretty sad and depressed last year as our business tank. And I felt like a whole new woman when we came back from Secrets. It just was an awesome experience. Great food, great service, great people. I'd go back again tomorrow. Did you fly down there? We did. We flew on American. I'm a million miler on American Airlines, so we used miles. We did exit row because John's very tall. We had nobody sitting next to us from here to Dallas and Dallas to Cabo. And it was a wide body plane on the way from Dallas to Cabo. We had like an empty space, like no seats between us, just the way the plane was laid out. We had nobody next to us. Coming back from Cabo to Dallas, same kind of plane, same seating. And then from Dallas to St. Louis, we had a young man that was going to climb over us to get to a seat. I'm not afraid. I said, stop. We will get up. Don't climb over us. And sometimes you just have to do that, not, not be mean or anything else. He had a mask on, but... I had, at one point in time, 750,000 miles on American. And I used to travel across the country and, and when I worked for a previous company 15 years ago before I started mine. And I have no status now, <laughs> <laughs> which is really frustrating. But there definitely is a benefit to being able to get to a certain status when you fly. Oh, it is. And being a million miler now, I'm gold for life. I just need another 500,000 miles to hit the next plateau so I can be platinum for life. Yeah, definitely. When you did fly, you talked a little bit about this. I mean, but absolutely no issues with COVID at all. None. And John and I are both, well, I'd like to say I'm 40 something, but (laughs) um, we're both over 65. We both have a few health issues, nothing bad. Let me tell you what. We sanitized and sanitized and sanitized. We knew we didn't have a real long connection in Dallas. And John's one of those kind of people he has to eat. So we took a sandwich and some chips on the plane. And then when he was ready to have lunch, sanitized, wipes, the whole thing, clean the hands. We had lunch. Nobody gave us a hard time about it or anything. It was just be smart. Yeah. They keep saying, wear your mask, wash your hands. And use sanitizer and don't yeah. stand on top of other people. Yeah. So if somebody's concerned about flying and they're willing to drive themselves, I mean, you could still put together a package for them, right? Oh, absolutely. I'm working on a, pa- a package right now for four couples that want to fly to Boston. And then they're going to, I'm going to rent them a van and they're going to drive through New England. And I've planned it out. They want to be gone for a week and they want to stay in like uh, rental houses or Airbnb kind of things. And I can do that too. Okay. If you really want to shoot the moon and say you want to go away next Christmas with your family and all your relatives and friends, I can also rent you a 10 bedroom villa on St. Martin if you want. If it's travel, we do it. Whether it's a road trip, anything, even a hotel. You need a hotel, I'll book it for you. We need the business. We do it all the time anyway. You can handle Airbnb and like VRBO and places like that as well? Yep. Yep, absolutely. And we do it through, I'm sure everyone that's listening has heard of some of the issues with some of these rental places. You know, somebody's got a camera in the ceiling or whatever. We book these through different vendors. Our big partners handle this. 
So they have really ferreted out that kind of problem. And because Cruise Planners is so big and with American Express behind us, I just want to say nobody messes around with our company. And it's, mm -hmm. so it's good to have that kind of power. It's very important when you're dealing with an agency to know who supports them. Are they just a, a little agency that's on their own or do they have a lot of big backing behind them? And our vendor partners are fantastic and we work really closely with them. Now that a lot more people have been able to work from home, they can actually work from anywhere they want. And so I would think that there's maybe a potential market for people to book them for an extended stay in Airbnb or something like that for a month or maybe even longer. I'm glad you brought that up. There are some of the all-inclusive resorts are offering these work and play. So you can go down there for a week, two weeks, however long you want to do and work from that resort and enjoy all the amenities that they have. All your meals are included, all your alcohol. It's a fantastic idea. They didn't waste any time jumping on that. Yeah, yeah. Now, I know it's created a tremendous amount of problems and issues for a lot of people, but the ability to be able to innovate and think about new ideas, it's probably not going to replace what you had already going, but still, it's been kind of cool to see how people have been able to innovate and come up with some new ideas. So tell me a little bit more about cruise planners. I love going to national parks and places like that. I'm not the kind of person that's going to get on a cruise. <laughs> I like, when I travel, I like to have my space. I like to go to places where there are not a lot of people. Mm -hmm. uh, and so national parks have always had a big appeal for me. So what would you have for somebody like me? Hearing you say that, we have a lot of companies we work with, like Talk, for example, Colette, Trafalgar that offer smaller group tours to U.S. destinations. A company that we use, Avalon, well, they're also Globus and they do trips to the, the national parks, that sort of thing. They also have a company called Monograms. Monograms has always been in Europe, but they are doing it in a couple of locations here in the States where you go to that location, you have a host, and the first day you're there, you get like a little guided tour of let's say New Orleans. And then after that, you're on your own for however many days you're there. But that host is always there. You can call them. You can ask, where's a great place to eat? What should we do next? How can we go here? And they help you with that stuff, but they're not intrusive. They're not with you all day, every day. You talk about wanting space. Do I have a couple of small ship companies we need to talk about that you would have your space? That's like Beckley. When I used to do shows for Hall in America, big consumer events, I also represented Windstar, and people would say, oh, I've been to the Caribbean a hundred times, and I'd say, oh, have you been to Beckley? Where? A lot of these smaller ships go to places that the big ships can't go to, and I don't know about you, but I'm not really ready to go anywhere with 5,000 people I don't even know. For sure. I can see a, a national park trip in your near future. I've been to all 50 states. I've been to... Uh... More than two-thirds of the national parks. I'm just waiting for things to kind of calm down with getting the vaccine out there. As summertime rolls up and we can get outside more, I think that's... Uh, and I think there's going to be a real hunger for a lot of people to do something like that. I have no doubt of that from your lips. I do believe, too, that people are saying, I don't know about getting the vaccine. You know, it was rushed. Blah, blah. Well, first of all, they wouldn't have approved it if it didn't work. I had nothing to do with being rushed. I think it's amazing that it did get approved. But I have a feeling that you're going to see that if you don't get a vaccine, you're not going to be allowed to go to Europe. You're not going to be allowed to go to Canada. You're not going to be allowed to go 
most places in the world until you get that vaccine. I think it's just the way it's going to be. I have a really good friend that um, is in management at Oceana Cruises, which is one of our favorites. And he told me, he said, don't think masks are going away because they right. won't. It's going to last. I really don't see. I'd love to have a great year this year, but I think 22 is really going to be when things bounce back. Yeah, in full strength, I think, for your for your business, for sure. You've been going to Alaska since 1987. All right. So I had a chance to go up there, and I was up there for 13 days or so, and um, I happened to be there when the uh, tornado came through the south part of uh, St. Peter's and, and things like that. It actually wound up coming fairly close to our house. So we actually rented a camper van and drove all over the area. And it's a fantastic place to go. However you can get there, you got to go to Alaska. I remember checking my email after we had been on a cruise at uh, Kenai Fjords, which mm -hmm. is also an, another unbelievable place. Absolutely. And seeing what was happening, you know, with this tornado that was blowing through. So that was, that was interesting. What's your favorite part of Alaska? And what's the best way you think for somebody to see it? Alaska is so big, if you laid it on top of the United States, it would reach from Savannah, Georgia to Los Angeles, California. You cut it in half, Texas would be the third largest state. Wow. So it is absolutely huge. A couple of things about Alaska. First of all, you're absolutely right about Kenai Fjords. I've been going to Alaska for 12 years, so subtract that from now. And that was the first time was in Kenai that I saw orca whales. You know, they're all wildlife. You can't make them appear. Right. Um, we saw so much that day. We saw bear, we saw orcas, we saw whales, we saw doll uh, porpoise, we saw puffins. The list just went on and on. So that's a great place to see wildlife. The best way to do Alaska is by land and by sea. It's sort of like who I said this. So, well, you can't see it, but holding my hand up with an L, you know, you do the loser on your forehead. So if you do that, that's the state of Alaska. So if you only cruise your thumb, that's Southeast Alaska, how much of it are you missing? Because the rest of my hand is the rest of the state. So you don't see that much. It's beautiful. Couple of things. It is a big myth that you have to sail in a certain direction because Whales are not going to say, oh, we need to be on this side of the ship because we're going north, and we need to be on that side of the ship because we're going south. And you're never really that far from land. But as I used to tell people, the ships are going to have their casinos open, which means they have to be 12 miles out. So how big do you think that bear is really going to be that's on shore? You're not even going to see it. Right. But getting into the interior of Alaska is so different. Going to Denali. The mountain is phenomenal. Uh, seeing all the animals is phenomenal. Um, so I have an old friend. He works for Alaska Dream Cruises now. He works in uh, Sitka. And John and I were in Alaska in uh, 2019, in June. We did a shore excursion that Nick's company was involved in. And we had the biggest king crab legs I have ever seen. Went out in the Zodiac. I got sunburned. In June, in Sitka, Alaska, and that's on my that's on our business Facebook page. If you don't believe me, but he picked us up in town and took us up on top of this mountain. I mean, I saw parts of Sitka I'd never seen before. It's such a beautiful, beautiful town. Skagway, we did the the famous Yukon bypassing Yukon Railroad. That's thrilling. Narrow gauge train. I mean, everywhere in Alaska is beautiful. Hayes, 
the little towns, the big towns. Anchorage yeah. is really fun too. My aunt lived in Alaska. As a matter of fact, she actually lived there when it became a state. So she actually had some wow. of the benefits of you know, being a one of the original citizens. And uh, I never got to go up there while she was still alive. Oh. It was really interesting because she used to run a, a gold mine museum. Really? Yeah. She lived up there for so long. It was amazing. And it's always a place that I wanted to get to. So I was really glad that I did. I know it's maybe one of the tougher states for a lot of people to get to, but it's it's definitely worth prioritizing, I think. So I always tell people when you go to Alaska, it'll change your life forever. And now more than ever, it will really make you appreciate that you're an American and that that state belongs to us. Another one of my favorites is obviously Hawaii. I could go to Hawaii anytime. As a matter of fact, I'm jealous because they're playing golf starting the new year in uh, Kapalua, which is uh, uh, one of my favorite places too. What do people need to know before they do any kind of international travel at this point? I think a lot of European countries are kind of on lockdown, right? They are, they are. And again, that's the advantage of this company that I use. I can look up a country and tell you what you have to do, what the restrictions are. I mean, who wants to fly to Europe and have to quarantine for 14 days in a hotel? Right. So that's another good reason to use a, a travel advisor or designer like myself is we know all of that. I know people that'll plan a, a ski vacation well, that's fine, well, and good. matter of fact, I know a couple that's doing that now, and they were going to use me, but I haven't heard from them. And what they don't know is a lot of these ski resorts right now, there is none of that after skiing food. There's no food open on the mountains. There's no drinking on the mountains. The lift tickets are uh, in high demand, so if you don't get them ahead of time, you're not going to ski. Mm -hmm. That's the advantage of using someone like us. I mean, I've traveled all over the world working for these cruise lines, plus when I was a, a travel agent before, and in my real life before that, did some travel, but we know what's going on out there, and we can advise you, and let me tell you, when everything crashed down this year, would you really want to be on hold with the company for three or four hours to, to try to get your money back? That's what we do. We do all that work for you, and we don't charge for it. Yeah, It's a great thing to do is to use a travel advisor. If I have an American Express card. Oh, it... we've got those benefits for you. Big okay. time. All right, cool. We book through all the American Express programs, and you get a lot of bells and whistles with American Express, especially if you're platinum. Cool. What about anything on your bucket list that you really want to try to accomplish? Someplace you haven't been able to get to yet? I'd love to go to Africa. I've got a, a friend, an old colleague of mine, he owns an agency in Houston. He's there right now and he's killing me with all his big cat pictures that he's posting on Facebook. And I'd love to go to Egypt. So those are out there on the bucket list for me. And I'd really like to go back to Beckley. I haven't been there in a while. I go back to Italy, been to Greece. Been, I mean, I've been all over Scandinavia and Russia. Amazing, amazing, amazing. How can you not want to go anywhere in the world? I mean, it's always such an adventure. And I would just say, when you travel, Keep an open mind. If you think you're going to be miserable, guess what? You will be. So right. keep an open mind, be positive, and you'll really enjoy the trip that you're doing. Yeah. And if you have a problem, you call me. I take care of it. What about travel advisories in terms of political or social unrest? I assume you can also help people with that if pertain to the destination that they were looking at. Absolutely. Had that a lot about Mexico early last year. The thing is, is that when you go to these all-inclusive resorts, that's not where the drug cartels hang out. You're taking a resort 
sort of vehicle that's tied to the resort to the resort. I wouldn't get in a taxi down there and go anywhere, but you're taken to the resort. These resorts have security guards. They're gated. People cannot walk on the beaches there. So I always tell people, when you go to Mexico, don't leave the resort. You go into town and go hang out in some little local bar, that's when you're going to get in trouble. Hmm. So we keep an eye on what those things are, what areas are, what areas aren't. But most of the trouble in Mexico is not where the the all-inclusive resorts are along the coast. It's more inland. We keep a finger on the pulse of all that sort of stuff. Our group, we ended up that wine cruise in Paris and Notre Dame had burned down. We know about those things and we help our clients when they're fine. I know some of the hotel chains are running programs like book now, travel later, you know, where you're prepaying. Are you guys able to offer anything like that? I'm just looking to see yeah. how the community can really help you guys out. I know you guys have got to be really struggling. And if they can buy now, even if they don't know quite when they're going to be able to travel, is that helpful and useful for you guys? Oh, if absolutely. You well, and in most cases, a lot of these companies are requiring a very minimal deposit over what they normally do. And a lot of them have policies that you can cancel a week before you're supposed to leave. You can cancel so many hours before you're supposed to leave and get your money back. Because that's the only way they're going to get people to travel is by being much more flexible and allowing people to cancel if they feel like they need to. But sort of like you see the COVID in waves. It's really bad here. It's not so bad here. Well, that can change tomorrow. So all the companies that we deal with are being much more lenient and flexible with booking. So if you book now, down the road, you you decide you don't want to go, we can take care of that for you with no penalties. We also sell travel insurance, which we highly, highly recommend. Even we buy travel insurance because you never know what's going to happen. And if something happens to a family member right before you go, it'll protect you so you can stay home and take care of that family member as well. Yeah, definitely. So what are ways that people could help you guys out right now? I think the best thing to do is for people to give us a call or shoot me an email and maybe give me your bucket list. What do you think you might want to do? Kind of what time frame are you thinking about doing the Grand Canyon this coming summer? Let me research that for you. Let me see, you know, what it's going to be about, kind of put something together for you to look at. And then you can make a decision from there on what you want to do. I have not blocked any group space for this year because I'm not sure, for example, with cruises, when they're going to really sail again. I don't want to book people to have to turn around and cancel those bookings. So with the knowledge that I do have, it makes a big difference. I mean, I've been in this business over 30 years. And having worked for the different companies I have, I know the ins and outs with these cruise lines too. I know what they can do what they will do and what they won't do. Yeah. Plus yeah. it helps to have a lot of good relationships with our with our yeah. reps. One of the things that uh, I love about what I do is I, I can work from anywhere as long as I have access to the internet. Being in digital marketing, I mean, you know, we've got all kinds of flexibility and and I've got a lot of customers all over the country. So for me, it's exciting to be able to to travel. I love driving vacations, to be able to go visit my customers in Reno, Nevada or Silicon Valley or Phoenix or wherever. I always look at ways, how can I combine that, do a little bit of work and play. So I might definitely be reaching out to pick your brain, see how. Well, you better. (laughs) Well, a place I haven't been to yet is Yosemite, and that's uh, really high on my list. I've been all over it, but never, never made it there. So 
well, we can make that happen for you. And we can put it with a business trip too. If you think of it, we can more than likely make it happen. I mean, that's what we're here for. And I have a lot of connections as long as I've been in the business all over the world. So I can help with many destinations and have the ability within my network to reach out more than anyone would really think we could to the cruise planners family. You know, the chamber has been just such a great support for us that if you're listening to this and you're out there and you have a business, you really should join your local chamber because it could be a great source of inspiration. We've gotten clients from the chamber. The gatherings are a lot of fun and we've gotten to meet a lot of people. Yeah. So, and I love what you do. I think how fun is that? Yeah, I've been a member of the chamber since 2008. Before I, I joined, like I mentioned earlier, I used to travel all over the country. I used to manage federal projects doing software development and large information technology related projects. And when I decided to leave and start my own business in 2005, I had no idea what people did in a local economy. And the best way to figure that out is to, is to become a member of your local chamber. Mm -hmm. Greater St. Charles County Chamber is fantastic. They're very innovative, creative. I love everything that they've done. It's been a, a definitely a big help for my business, and I, I absolutely agree with you. I think it's a, a really important component for any business, really. I totally agree. And the one thing I would say, again, is we do all travel. We don't charge for our services. Now, that doesn't mean that you call me, because I've been around long enough, I can tell, and I've had this happen several times over the past couple of years. Don't call me and fish for information because your kids are going to book it online for you. I see through that really quickly. Yeah. That's not fair to me because we don't charge for our service. Right. So you're just wasting my time. But I had a young girl that came to me. Matter of fact, her mom does my nails. And she said she had called several local travel agents and she had a small group of friends that wanted to go to an all-inclusive, but they could only spend about $800 a piece. I think they wanted to be gone, I can't remember, three or four days. She said, but all these travel agents tell me I can't do it. I said, let me look into it. I found her two places. One was adults only, one had kids, and she was just all over the adults only. We need to make money. I don't care how big, how small. Can you're going to drive to Chicago and you need a hotel up there? I'll look it for you because that helps build our relationship and we'll have you coming back to me if I can take good care of you. So that's what we need right now is just is any travel business. Yeah. And you can grow with us and we'll be here to help you every step of the way. And you get to that hotel in Chicago and the room is nasty. Here again with cruise planners and American Express, we can get you moved pretty darn quickly. We're here to take care of you. We want to keep you for the long term. And that's what's most important to us, building relationships and keeping your business for the long term. Well, that's awesome. Robin, thanks so much. I really enjoyed talking with you. I wish your business the best. If you can just hang in there for another a few months, hopefully we're going to see, see some uh, better opportunities. And But that still means that people should be thinking about getting their plans. Oh, in. yeah. Because I, I, as people get the vaccine, people are going to want to travel. And then it's going to be hard to find a place to stay or that resort or that hotel up at Yosemite. All of that is going to be difficult. So now is the time to start thinking about it, even if it's going to be next year before you travel. I have stuff into 2023 available. Yeah, so I mean, uh, everybody's pushing their business out. So if you're thinking about going somewhere in 23, give me a call. But uh, we can help you today, tomorrow, whatever. And we want to make sure that you're safe. That's
that's the most important thing to us is we want to take care of our clients. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much. And um, I really enjoyed talking with you. Before we leave, what is your website address? It's www.cruiseunderlineadvisors.com. That's a little strange, but it's what we have to do with cruise planners. That's cruiseunderlineadvisors.com. My email is robin, like the bird, dot bringle, B-R-E-N-G-L-E, at cruiseplanners.com. And you can also, of course, find us on Facebook or put in Robin Bringle on Facebook and find me that way. Phone number is 636-233-1612. 636-233-1612. We welcome your calls. And hey, I really love chatting with you, Ken. I love that you've been up to Alaska and it's always yeah. fun to talk to somebody that likes to travel too. Yep, absolutely. All right, well, thank you so much. Thank you, Ken. Take care. We want to thank all of you for taking the time to listen to today's podcast. Please be sure and subscribe to the Local St. Charles podcast in your podcast software. We'd love for you to rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. And please don't forget to visit localstcharles.com for more episodes, information on local businesses, free resources, and a link to set up a free consultation with the host of this podcast. Thanks again and stay tuned.